Welcome back to the Social Distance Podcast. I'm coming in a little bit hotter this time after giving George giving me shit Jeez. last week about coming in like 1980s radio post. We are back. We are back. It's that Tuesday. It's second Tuesday. We talk about the Giro. We we go deep into wrapping up the Giro. We wrap up the first 10 days. It's been a hell of a Giro. Yates is off GC. What does that mean for him now? Does he continue or does he go to the Tour de France? We discuss. Well, I want to know now. We talk about who's going to win now. Is it Carapaz? Is it Lando? Is it Bardet? Jai Hindley, he's in the game now. It is all to play for. We talk about the mindset of professional athletes when you have these downfalls. You've fallen. You've lost 11 minutes. What do you do? How do you get your head straight? All these things. It's not easy. Who supports you? Do they love you still? Yes, they probably do. Like, share, subscribe. It's a hell of an episode. Daryl Limpy comes on. Daryl Limpy comes on as well. Live from the road. He's gone from well, a like he's night. commentating a sport <laughs> event. He's gone from a, a radio horse race. broadcaster. Yeah. He's a horse race commentator. He's gone yeah. from late night love song dedications to calling the Melbourne Cup. Jack of all trades, mate. Master of none. It's where I'm I looking sit. forward to it. Do you reckon he can recalibrate to next step and just come in the middle? Yeah. I just strive, strive for mediocrity. It's me. <laughs> just... just do, 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 do. But Daryl Impey does join us. Jonesy goes podcast fishing. Mm. We explain why Rowan Dennis couldn't come on, and it's not his fault. I'll tell you that much. It's ours, as always. Um, fact, you don't need to listen to the show. You've got it all just in this first mm. bit. No, Tune out listen. now, but subscribe. Yeah. Un- un- unlike. unlike us, unsubscribe. Get out of here. <laughs> See you, guys. See you later. Um, set to automatic downloads as well. That always helps. Oh, okay. Let's, let's just run the intro and wing it like we always do and see what comes out of it. Uh, let's get ready to rumble! Mm. Front kick. This didn't fall last week yet. My radar's going pretty hard at the moment. I think we should... Will you shut, shut up, up man? That escalated quickly. Oh, We're going to need to get some more qualified guests on the show, eh? <laughs> Before we kick off the show and talk about what's been a pretty... Um, unpredictable exciting Giro. before we do that and before we make shit up go off sidetrack do what we normally do i want to clear my name i need to clear my name after last week's episode i've been dragged what through you, the mud what did you do, what last, did you do week? last week's episode i don't remember it mm. oh was well, i even there i didn't record an episode last blur. week well the last show two weeks ago two tuesdays oh. ago every single tuesday we released this so two tuesdays ago i was pretending to be a 1980s radio host and I introduced Marvin oh. Gaye. But it came, for some reason, it sounded like I said Martin Gaye. And oh. you, once you hear it, you can't unhear it. So I listened, I was like, yeah. did I just say Martin well, I think Gaye? you've committed bigger crimes than them. Since yeah, then. I remember you, that was a big build-up. You, you put some tweets out about name a better combo and you had like four things, right? That was just the shittest combo. You're like, oh, I've got football on some odd herb saffron and this thing and it was like name a better quartet and i was thinking like doms lube dom perion and <laughs> you know like oysters just, oysters easy there you go four way there's a better combo yeah yeah well it was a you bit of a play on shit. it was a bit of a play on the situation clearly all oh, right uh, um, although saffron saffron is pretty expensive but i just oh, need yeah. to clear my name because a lot of people tweeted me saying that I don't know the name of Marvin Gaye. I know it's Marvin Gaye. We've got our first I, guest on a... the podcast. Someone knocking at my door at Team Camp. Let's see who it is. <laughs> yeah, let's do it live. <laughs> and they always want to interview oh. writers. Oh, gracias, guys. Oh, yeah. 
Uber Eats. Breakfast, is it? Yeah, breakfast. Breakfast in a bag. George is probably two hours late for brekkie. What do we got, boys? What's that? Is that the man himself? Fuck What is it? Oh, do you know what this is? Do you know what this is actually quite cool? Because, just a little bit of self-sourcing here. All my jerseys now. (laughs) We're going to put that away. Um, We're going to bench that chat and not talk about this. (laughs) What these were meant to be. Was jerseys with the ex-national champ on the sleeve. Oh, nice. Yeah. But, so is uh, that just a black armband? Is, these are sleeveless jerseys. They're vests. So they don't uh, have armbands on them. Uh. Okay. So what do they do for the Kiwi national champ? It's just a black armband. It'd be like someone died. Yeah, it's just like I'm in permanent mourning. Yeah. I've just got a black armband. I'm like, who died? You know, yeah, nah, that's it. <laughs> Kiwi champ, bro. Nah, Kiwi champ. Nah, hey, I've actually got I a think... sweet design. You can put a food in there, the I think. Oh, here it is. Mm. Now, here it is. Here's a long sleeve with it, if you can see for the listeners. Oh, yeah. Yeah, the listeners good. at home. This I'm aware this is an audio medium, but there you go. Oh, yeah, it's got like a little... On YouTube. Yeah, it's cool. A little cottage. Yeah. Um, that was our guest on the potty. Great stuff. Better than Rowan Dennis. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, what happened to Rowan Dennis? Well, what do you mean what happened to Rowan Dennis? Like, Why didn't he want to come on? He does want to come on, but no, he doesn't. The, pro- the, the no, problem no, is well, that clearly he doesn't. No. Second week in he's a row, he's had two in. bites at the cherry. Well, let's let's. Is it you? I think okay. it's you. Is it me? Yeah. Like, you don't the, want him the on. Problem, the problem is that, that when you have a guest on a podcast, it's like when you do a media interview, George. You you know the the this. journalist has the. Ju- <laughs> You should see this WhatsApp conversation I'm having with the Slovenian at the moment. Like, honestly, every morning she's like, how's today? I was like, oh, today? Shit. Got a lot on. Got a lot on today. So I'll message her like some abstract time, like, how about Friday in three weeks? And she's like, yeah, sounds good. You've done the the, the classic, like, if I push it back far enough, I'll forget that I have to do it. But then at a certain point, you're reminded you have to do it, and you're like, ah, I never thought that Friday would come. Fuck. I don't speak so um, But what I'm trying to say is, like, you've got the journalist needs to be flexible around the, the subject. Mm. The podcast mm-hmm. hosts need to be flexible around the guest. All we do is message Rowan 10 hours before and say, we're doing it at 9 a.m. tomorrow morning. He goes, I can't. I'm going training. I go, oh, well, he's not coming. Oh, 10 hours sweat. is enough time. I only give my guests on detour about 10 minutes. Yeah, you mate, text me during detour day. going, mate, we're running out of things to talk about. Can you come on the show? Yeah. <laughs> I'll dial in from like halfway up Rocker Corba on the bike. You'd be surprised what? at how many people have come on with literally 10 seconds notice. Like Alan Davis, the other night after the Giro stage when Caleb got done by a millimetre, um, yeah, he jumped on with 10 second notice. He goes, oh, mate, I'm just to serious, you just yep, send people do. links. You just send yeah. people links and people go, oh, what's this? This is interesting. I'll click on this link. Next minute, they're in the show. And they're going, yep. yeah. oh, you clicked on the link. Congratulations. You're live on the podcast. We should do that. Yep. Just, they just just send links. We used to do that. Podcast we fishing, used to remember? do it. Podcast fishing. Oh, yeah. We had no success. Go on. Everyone do it then. Let's see how we go. All right. You oh, want me to do it? Send a link to. John Chabot. No, no, no. Not Shall I put one in the team? <laughs> Shall I put one in the team group chat and see who comes on? Yes. Yeah. Just put yes. one in the riders group, chat. Okay, just click the link just in there. Just click the link, join the get. show, boys. Let's go. 
Just do it. Uh, no, no, you won't. You won't. I'm the new kid on the team. I've, I'm, you know, I'm still finding yeah. my way. Yeah. Don't know. Um, though, you've been on that team for 14 years or something. You should do it. I'm going to do it. I'm doing it now. I'm going to see how you're going to do right, it. Keep. Well, it's a surprise. It's a surprise. Right. I've got a. I'll I've got a guy that I reckon will do it. I know. He's a big name. Is it a good guess though? Yes, yes. You don't get, yes. don't oh, get some guy on that like yeah, don't you get some like mechan- mechanic who retired in like nineteen eighty three no. on or something like no, don't no, send- all right. Anyway, we're getting derailed. Um you were telling a story about something. Caleb Ewan nearly so winning the Giro. Who I was. Did you do you see Rowie's <laughs> do you see what Rowie commented on his Instagram? <laughs> no. Did say? Oh, I don't know. I can repeat it. Oh, you got you beaten see, by your size of your you dick. Got, yeah, yeah. So Caleb puts up this post of him like bike throwing, like, and it's so close. It was so close. They were like to to winning. Like, man, it was a pretty awesome sprint actually. Like three up, pretty close. Puts it on Instagram. Rowie comments like, "Whoa, can't believe you lost by the length of your cock." <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> Did he, delete that? did he delete that afterwards or did he let it run? I don't know, but you know what that is? That's Rowie being up in Tenerife, like going bored out of his brain, just trolling yeah. on Instagram, you know, like did you did there. you see Rowie's the video that Rowie put up after the, the Arenberg when he when he punched it in the Arenberg this year in Rubay? No. Or no, last no. year? Was it last year? It was last year. Oh, when it was like to all the haters. Yeah. Oh yeah. Did, did you see yeah, that? It was video? so good though. Yeah, it was yeah, so I good. Loved it as well. That's I couldn't I agree with him more. Yeah. Um, that's a, um, what, but what do you reckon the Giro so far, lads? That's what I was going to say. Like he, Caleb did lose that sprint by the a beast. Oh. A beast. It's no better. But do you know what's amazing is like how common this that is now. Like these like close finishes. Like there's been two. Like yesterday again, it was like a. The top of Blockhouse, five five thousand meters of climbing, mm. two hundred kilometer stage, like one of the hardest. Three stages. up across the line, three up across the line, nearly photo finish. Like, what mm. is going on? Mm. I tell you what's been good about the Giro. I've loved the Giro so far. Well, actually, it's been hard to watch because I've always watched the Giro and gone right. I'm going to have a tilt at that, and I've had a tilt at it, and it's five degrees in rain, and now I'm like, nah, never going back to the Giro. Thirty degrees, sun every day, like amazing, no crashes, like all the. I'm like, oh, okay, hard to watch, but it's thrown up for me two awesome winners so far that I've been super excited about winning. First one was Kuhn Bowman, and um, so I was obviously teammates with him for like six years, and I knew he was going good because do you know how it was going good? Because how I knew he was going good because he, they, they were in Tenerife before the build up to the Giro, right? And they have a Garmin scale up there, which is hooked to my Garmin account. And so they weigh themselves on this thing and it automatically uploads to like your, um, took what, like, yeah, uploads automatically to your account, you know? So I got a message from him going, like, oh, we're trying to link this. I think it's to link to your account, whatever. Rah, rah. So I looked on and I, I knew who was at Tenerife and I know how much he normally weighs. He, he normally carries a bit extra, you know? And I looked on, I was like, holy shit, he's like two kilos lighter. He's so lean. And then um, I saw him on the TV. I was like, oh, he's flying. And I could see everybody's weight from Jumbo Visma on my app. I was like, oh, there's like <laughs> 75. That must be that guy. 60 must be this guy. 
oh fuck, he's a bit fat. Like you know, he's creeping. <laughs> he's going good, and <laughs> and you could see him that they're winning. And I was pretty happy to see him win because like five years ago, I remember he was up for contract and he had a pretty shit like first two years. Just stuff went wrong and whatever. And he was not going to get renewed. And he was like, ah, but you know, that's fine. Like he started like asking the boss, like, oh, but you know, like, can I just be like a mechanic or something? Like, I, I you know, I just want to, like, he just wanted to be a mechanic and he didn't really, like he liked cycling, but like when he got his first job in the team, so he got the stagiaire, I remember he was driving. I did a stagiaire with him. Like he did a stagiaire when I was already pro, obviously. And um, he was driving back from his first race and the team offered him a contract in the car. Marion had this conversation with him and was like, okay, mate, we're going to offer you this and this. And he's like, wow, man, it's amazing. And he goes, but uh, Marion, do I, um, does this mean I have to quit my job at the bike shop? <laughs> what a legend. And they were like, he's a legend. yes, this means you have to quit the job at the bike shop. But but then he was out of contract and he wasn't going to get a, get another job. No, uh, and then he won that stage in the Dauphiné and then just, from there, he's just been awesome. So it was good Where to see him. Where's he from? Uh, he's from, uh, I can't remember what part of Holland, but he's, he's Dutch, but I can't remember what part. I heard that same story about this contract negotiation five years ago or whatever. And like, apparently he just had, well, the way I heard it, and like, this is what we do on this podcast, is we speculate. And then somewhere in somewhere in between our two stories is the truth. Yeah. Um, the triangulate he, stories to make truths yeah. <laughs> create facts it's the best way to do it he, he um he apparently he'd, he'd already won the stage at the Dolphin and he sat down for this contract negotiation and they sat down and he sat down with Marine Zeman and he just said straight away to Marine um if you're not going to give me a contract can I can you just give me a contract as a mechanic because I just love hanging out with mechanics and having beers and Marine was like you have to try <laughs> like come on <laughs> You have to at least try and sell you know another like, another fun fact about this guy is so I hate training camp. I'm on training camp right now and honestly I've been here one day and I mean, you know, training this training camp's all good. We're in the mountains and it's nice, but like team training camp in December for me was the worst because you just sit like you're away from home, but you're not away from home working as such, you know. Like I live at two thousand meters anyway. I want to be with my family on a home, not like a family, friends, whatever. And if I go away, it's because I'm going away to try and improve. You know, I'm, I'm going away to race, you know, put a number on, yeah. get stuck in. So I hate training camp. And he's like, man, if they could just pay me just to go on training camp, that's what I would love to do. You know, he, that training camp was his favorite time. Of year. And I remember being there real, like, pissed off one day because of the training camp. And he's like, what are you upset about? You know, someone makes you breakfast, you ride your bike with your friends, you don't have to cook lunch. You can play Uno in the afternoons. And I was like, he's actually got a point. <laughs> They're the blokes you want on your team. Those ultra positive yeah. guys that when you feel a bit flat, they flip it and you go, oh, I want a slice of that. Positivity. Yeah. Do, you know what, do you know what you're doing, George? Is you're like, I heard this classic line yesterday from Nick Schultz. I was training with him. It's called job over joy. And it's so true in our sport. Like often you've got to, you've got to, you've got to put job over joy, you know? Yeah. Whereas for Kun Bowman, same thing simultaneous hand in hand yeah joy over joy although i don't know if he he didn't love racing for a while i think he just did it because he had, it was what he had to do in between training camps yeah you know, like that was yeah, his sure. shit but <laughs> he was just looking forward to the next training camp 
<laughs> he he must be anyway. that example of of you know we were talking on the other potty about how you deal with swannies like mechanics are the same they can be real precious at times but he must just get along like a house on fire with the support staff yeah he doesn't care about yeah. anything he, he literally doesn't care about anything he just goes oh it's all good for me what bike do you want what wheels do you want what's on there yeah okay they're good <laughs> that's awesome <laughs> we're um, we're a bit sport for choice these days eh like oh yeah. <clears throat> Uh, like the listeners probably don't, don't know this. Like every we have a WhatsApp group in our team. Whenever you go to a race, like Tour of Romandy, for example, there'll be a WhatsApp group started. Will be Tour of the Rom- Tour of Romandy equipment, and it's a WhatsApp group. And every night you send in your t- what tire pressures you want for the next day, what wheels you want, whether you want the deep ones, the shallow ones, Gear selection, what, what chainering you want. Do you want a big chainering, a small chainering? What cassette do you want? Do you want a thirty tooth on the back of twenty eight? All these things. Like it, we're but we're sport for choice. We are sport for choice mm. these days. And it's the same with Back clothing, right? Like it's raining on the bus. You're sitting on the bus. It's raining. Like, oh, what are you going to wear? And you're like, oh, I might wear the the springtime vest with the summer arm warmers, but with the winter jacket, but not the thick one, you know, like the one without the fleece, but the Gore-Tex. And you're just like, yeah. And like, I went to Romandy and I was like, took the, because you never know, Romandy, the weather can be shit. So I was like, oh, I'll just take you know a number of wet weather options. I packed a suitcase with these long, four or five different long sleeves that I don't even really know what they do. They're you can't amazing. Tell the difference, but yeah, I'm like, I don't know. What them. And like, but I haven't tried them all, so it would be a massive risk to try it in a race. Put it on in the race, go. Oh, it's ten degrees and rain, and put this jacket on, and just get out there and go. This jacket's amazing, but fuck, I'm hot, you know. Or like, well, this turned what, out it was a summer jacket. <laughs> Yeah. Well, oh, this was the like cooling a, jacket. Yeah. Like for f- 15 years, I've been having this conversation. I still haven't, I st- you still don't know what to wear 15 years after after doing it. Why don't you just wear mm. a jumper, a top, and a vest and a jacket? Wouldn't that be wow. in a wet weather day? That's how I what? lost a Giro two years ago. You just wear, you just That's wear how the I... top, a vest, and a jacket over the top. That's enough <laughs> support, isn't it? Yeah. yeah, could be pretty cool. cold out there. Oh, I mean, you, geez, you've you got a bit of insulation, though, DJ. Mm. Yeah, oh, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I'm special. Not have a jab, but you, know. <laughs> you walk. You you open the door, mate. You walk into that one. You you. Chill hey, out. uh, guys, <laughs> podcast fishing. Jonesy's delivered. Daryl oh, MP. No. Oh, yes. Yes. <laughs> yes, we got him. We got him. Hey, can you hear me? Yeah, mate. Yeah, What's happening? Oh, did he take my helmet off? I'm just about to do some efforts, but I thought I left you hanging for long enough, so I thought I might as well jump on quick, you know? Give you guys some, give your show some spunk. That's Good right, you, What do you got on? I got some 20, 40-20s, then one-minuteers, then 30s. Well, not a fun day. You know? hey, Daryl, did... we were just talking about wet weather clothing. Have you worked it out, like, the right mix after all this time? Because these other guys, they, they just cooked it up. You guys are struggling for content. You're talking about, oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, mate. No, I, all... Yeah, I just you know, I've got a really good rain jacket and really good undershirt. Yeah. Really good oh, Jones yeah. just led you down a wormhole there. That's not what we were talking about. Oh, there's we no, talk bad about... Clothes, no bad yeah, clothes, no bad, clothing. no bad weather, just bad clothing, or fuck whatever it is. You're doing content wait. now, Daryl. You know how hard it is, mate. Keeping it fresh. Uh, yeah, yeah. Well, that's what I was. I was trying. I actually came on to ask you guys what do you think my next video should be. 
Yeah, this is a bit of cross promotion. This is this yeah. is good by Jonesy. This is given Daryl. I was actually on Daryl's um, YouTube channel, uh, his recent video. You guys, so so don't know that Imps has got a YouTube channel. He does. It's called Daryl Impy, and it's on YouTube, and it's a channel, and he posts regular content. That's and right. as you guys know, with Daryl, he's a bit of a funny bastard, and he's just sort of finding his feet with this content, but his personality starting to seep out, and then once the floodgates open. Hundreds of thousands of subscribers. You've been holding back, So Darryl. get on board. You've been holding oh. back from the real Daryl Impey. Well, I actually got a massive spark since uh, Bill jumped on, so it's probably all due to him, you know. Um, yeah. But do you know what? what you I covered? You've, done, you've done form fuckers, because we, we, there was a bit of cross-promotion on that one. There was um, well, cycling etiquette. Uh, and then uh, we, we've got the coffee etiquette. Have you discussed that one? Were you like, have you gone into that? No, no, not yet. Yeah, well, like I was discussing in my, you know, I hate to cross promote you, but you know, um, Do it. when you pop here, the mate. shop, what is your, what is your, what is your feeling on it, George? When some, some guy just puts his shitty, sweaty helmet and his gloves and his car keys and shit on the table where you're about to eat, and then you're like, oh, yeah, no, I'm know, not a big fan of that. Yeah, yeah, that sounds like something Sam Bewley would do, though. Just like, and he's yeah. a real sweater, you know, and he's got that real like horrific sweat, you know, when he's like he on the limits. Too. Dirty beard. Yeah, he's just he's just a grubby he's got, like, freak, isn't he? Beard like after riding, and then it's just like, oh, he puts his sweaty, stinky yeah. helmet on the table. Yeah. No, that was good. I mean, I think you covered that pretty well. I don't know what you're going to do next. I think you could maybe cover um, something I've been finding quite amusing lately is the Girona Living Facebook group. That could be quite a good video. Just, you know, like the people that put it in the comments, like, hey, does anyone know where I can get laser therapy from? And you know what I mean? And it's like, just Google laser, you know? like, And you can just go through and just dissect everybody in Girona Living that's asked a stupid question and be like, this guy's a moron. This yeah, guy's yeah. a moron. <laughs> but I don't like to discriminate to my channel. Oh, you know, you're, you're quite a family <laughs> you, at a channel, eh? Yeah, yeah. Hey, aren't you uh, meant to be at a bike race today? Uh, a running race? With the fa- no, supporting the family? That was yesterday, mate. That was yesterday. Oh, I was already, I was went out. She knocked it out. It was bloody hot. But, uh, yeah, I told her to not do any long running races anymore because it was like three and a half hours there running after the kids at the running race, which wasn't so easy. <laughs> but Jumping Castle, you know, you can only do the swing so many times, the Jumping Castle so many times, and then it becomes boring. So, uh, yeah, and then the little fella, he, he like hurt himself on the jumping castle. He had like a little burn mark for jumping down and then he wanted mom and then shit, mom was running and then I was, I couldn't be mom, you know, I just couldn't be mom. <laughs> There's no your video you right there. That's cycling dad, running a, running a household. Yeah. You know what I mean? Balancing, because that's why, I mean, none of, well, me and Sam don't have kids. And... I wouldn't know what to do with them. Like, how the hell would it, how do you be a pro cyclist and have kids? That's literally, I probably would have had like six kids by now. But like, what do I do with them? I'm well, standing in my What do they do? You can't have a kid if you're a kid yourself, George. Exactly. exactly. You've got a lot of growing up to do. Well, there was yeah. a channel that was really hey. popular called Angry Dad. Maybe you could do something similar like that. Yeah. You show all the times you go on Just cycle Just beating his kids. Yeah. Just the highlights reel. Hey, you can Imps, before we let you go and do your efforts, what do you got next? Uh, Tour of Norway. Uh, so next Monday. Next? No, no Monday, Monday or Tuesday. Yeah, one of those days it starts. Six days, I okay. think it is. 
keep keep in mind at Tour of Norway, if they I don't know if they still do it, but there used to be a sprint at the Tour of Norway. One sprint throughout the whole six days on one day, one sprint. If you win it, five hundred kilos of salmon. Keep okay. that in mind. Mate, if you win that, why don't we make a thing right now? We all pitch in the Girona, the boys in Girona. We all pitch in for Daz that he brings home five hundred kilos of salmon. And we just create like a salmon collective. And so we'll back you. We'll pay for you. We'll all put in like 300 euros each. I reckon we could get 10 of us and bring home. Oh, wait, that, does, that, does that math work out? Well, you know, like, no, I'll, just give you, I'll just give you some salmon. Okay. You're going to have to pay for it. All right. Can't wait. See, see you in two win. weeks for See you in two weeks for some salmon. Yeah. For a barbecue salmon. But do you guys know where I am, man? Eh? Do you know where I am? Oh, probably not. Top of Al's Angels. Oh, you are in Al's Angels. Uh, oh, did nice. you get our record? Did you get my record? I mean, not our record. Yeah, let's do that solo. Ah, oh, that's what yeah. I'm going to talk about in my next show. <laughs> do it. Everyone be quiet. How to win a Strava <laughs> Cup. Line up 10 of your mates. Get them to do <laughs> Shut what up. <laughs> Keep going. <laughs> oh, you're allowed to. You're allowed and to do it. How fucking good you are. Look. Like, <laughs> There's a story Busted. to that, KOM. Yeah, I but it think is I'll, just... That's great content, Dad. I think I'll, I'll get you on, George. We can talk about it how you won. How after... It is suspicious that I was able to average 30k an hour up a hill for 25 minutes or something, or 20 minutes after. Uh, I remember it was also wet that day. I reckon you would have... It was also. raining. Yeah. Do you know I who know was, was the MVP of that day? Was Luke Durbridge? He showed up with about with the worst hangover of his life after about twenty minutes of sleep, <laughs> and pulled. Oh, I mean, and supported. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, that's a good topic. Like, how much, how serious do riders take Strava records? Clearly, well, very serious. Uh, I mean, you've got a pro bike rider like George just chasing down, trying to beat all the punters in Girona. Mm, we just had to, but the. It's all legal. Nothing was no lines were crossed. It was just Oh, some white lines were crossed. I saw your white line you hit that white line at about forty K an hour. That's how I know it was wet because when I hit that white line it way too quick and my front wheel was I I actually reckon as you know, Strava comms should be allowed however you get it as long as it's not motorized. And even if you're motor pacing, because even if you're in a race, it's like Mm. motor pacing. Sometimes you ride these circuits around here where we have Catalonia, and there's no way you can do it by yourself. But if you're in a bunch, you can do it. So if you've got a motor pace and you get the com, it counts as like kind of being in the bunch, you know? So I, I, yeah, I don't yeah. I mean, it's, a, it's like being on Ghana's wheel. Exactly. Mm. Yeah, um, exactly. Well, there you go. Still, oh, still 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 late. <laughs> yeah, we'll let you go. Go and do some training. Yeah. Guys, i got to go work, eh? I'm not like you guys. Yeah. 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 Oh, mate. Thanks for joining, Ryan. Thanks for, for having me. Daryl MP on YouTube. Check it out. Yeah, like, share, subscribe at his channel. But, mm. Just be lekker. Yeah. See you later. Just be lekker. Good on you, Imps. Daryl Limpy, what a legend. See, I knew I'd hook a fish, and that was a good one. You thought I'd Now, one mechanic. thing I have to say about that day, now we've uncovered that, so we went a full gas effort for Angels. I remember thinking one of my boy friends was done. As he got back on, as he, I thought he was pulling off, so I was like, yeah hip slung him and he wasn't finished and then he got back on after I'd hip slung him like 10 metres out the ass. <laughs> but I don't know why why you're so concerned about keep, 
keeping the fact secret that you had some you had a couple of guys leading you out because like at the end of the day what you still did it you still peddled the whole effort like all you did was have mm. a couple of one guy in front of you give you a kale two every now and again and yeah it's completely legal it's completely legal the reality is everybody like in the strata world i mean it's also the reality is everybody knows that you you had somebody help you you had like some because there's no way you can ride because there's no way you can do that by yourself (laughs) and secondly thirdly whatever number i'm up to if somebody wants to go out and break the record get fucking 10 friends together if you can't get 10 friends together don't blame it on us you don't deserve it if you don't have 10 mates you don't deserve it if you haven't got 10 mates do it with five or however many you got simple as that that's it yeah, I reckon I'll be struggling for any KOMs from now on, eh? Oh, <laughs> Ever since we started book, this podcast, eh? Oh, you just see uh, cycling tips leading with this one. Yeah. Um, we should have asked anyway. who's going to win the, who you think is going to win the Giro. A lot happened on mm. Blockhouse yesterday. Oh, yeah. I tell you what, yesterday I was real excited about Jai winning too. He's a, mm. you know, like just a such a nice, humble guy. I was real excited about him winning. Um. And he also like looked like they were going fast, eh? That looked so mm. painful. Watching Joao just like get dropped, come back, get dropped, come back. And then just then like obviously the thing I was gutted about, and obviously you are too, Sam, was Simon Simon's knee obviously um shut the bed on him. Mm. Um well that, that, yeah, I was, don't know if it was hundred percent the knee though. He said after the race it wasn't just his knee, like he had that lead up oh, race where the heat he said the heat knocked him around in that lead-up race, and then it was twenty-seven degrees uh, on stage mm. nine. So there could be a heat factor, and you know who knows. But what do you do with Yatesy now? I, if I was Whitey, I would literally say, "Right, mate, don't worry about the Giro now. Let's send you home, go chill out for mm. a week, clear your head. Do, let's go to the tour, <laughs> and let's just go for stages in the last week." Do, no, do you know what you do with Yatesy? Is you do what Yatesy wants to do with Yatesy. That's the best way mm. to approach it, in my opinion. You. Like the, this is not a decision that needs to be made by management now. I reckon this is a decision, in my opinion, that needs mm. to be made by Yatesy. And mm. he, because his character is is very different to a lot of GC riders, no offense, George, but it's different to a lot of GC riders in the fact that he he has I'm a curious shit, shit going yesterday. He like does he, Strava records on his own for starters. He's not a fuckwit. <laughs> um, he's not a dad. <laughs> And he doesn't just spit the dummy like you and the rest of your GC yeah. mates. That's exactly. It. That's that's what I'm getting at. He, his character is not to throw the white towel in. He had a bad day. He lost 11 minutes. The GC's over for him. He knows that. But he's not the kind of guy who wakes up today and goes, or finishes that stage and goes, put me on a plane, get me out of here. That's not what he does. And if he does, if that does happen, if he doesn't start tomorrow or if he does stop in a day or two, I mean, if, if he starts tomorrow after the rest day, he's going to, the, he's going to Verona. He's going to the finish. If he doesn't start knee, tomorrow, he's going as long as his knee can yeah. handle. Mm. Yeah, but if he doesn't start tomorrow, there's a reason, and it is an injury or whatever. But he's not mm. the kind of guy who just throws a towel in and just def- and mate, he'll he'll go. I fucking prepare for this Jiro, and it's gone shit. It's all gone the way I have, didn't want it to go. What a shame! I'm fucking gutted like the rest of you, but I'm here now. So let's go try mm. win a stage. You know, yeah, that, and is it that's is, that's 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 this could be what the I whole, think Casey like, will do. And I think yeah. it needs to be Yatesy. Yatesy will make a decision. I don't think it's up to management to say, "Oh, let's go to the tour now." Because at the end of the day, like if you say to Yatesy, like you said, Jonesy, "All right, mate, why don't you got you got a sore knee? Stop now, rest it up, go home, go lie on the beach for a week, and then let's come back 
full gas for the Tour de France. That's also a fucking difficult mindset because this mm. guy has spent the last 12 months focused completely tunnel vision on the Giro d'Italia mm. and it's gone badly. And now you can't just professional high class. Yeah, a week on a beach anybody, doesn't. You can't just switch the focus. Fix it? Like, boom. 20 euros three course meal at Tossa. Oh, mate, I don't know what I'd rather be doing. Oh, that, oh, good. I feel good now. I just, yeah. I mean, I trained for this for How three fresh years. fresh is this bloody squid? Week on a and beach, like, though. I can a week on the beach. Like, believe it or not, be flying. <laughs> mate, but, week on the beach fixes everything. Get the salt air. Believe it or not, like, right. like world class athletes also have, like, you know, they take things hard and they take things difficult. And there'll be people out there that go, ah, oh, you get fucking paid good money to do that shit. Come on. You know, that's your job. Yeah, well, fuck and hell, you know, like it's also like sometimes it's difficult when you have a such tunnel vision and a massive mindset to switch it and go, oh, I'll just go, oh, yeah, I'll yeah. go tour and win that now. Fuck it. Yeah, sweet. Yeah. Uh, if oh, only it was that easy. If only it was yeah, that yeah. easy. Well, it well, yeah. well, on the flip side, you do make a good point. Um, it's for you, George. When you do do a campaign that has been built up for so long, you've got all this support network around you to go and put your hand up and go, all right, boys, didn't work. I'm out of here. That obviously doesn't serve well for all the people that have backed you as well. They they would want to see you at least get to the finish, yeah? Well, this is what I've learned actually over time is like, especially last year. So last year was severely the worst year of my, well, worst performance of my career in terms of things going pear-shaped. And it's kind of trickled over to the start of this year in terms of being really good in training, having the legs to be good, and then just absolutely shitting the bit on race day. So Jira obviously know the story. Was flying got really cold never recovered fucking boom out same thing with the olympics build up got sick three days for the olympics had some crazy rash that was it olympics gone and the whole time you're like both times i had this intense like embarrassment that like shit i've just let all these people down like all the, but in the end like the people that are backing you this is something you you don't really see at the time is you've got this embarrassment you're like oh my god all these people like were supporting me and all these people did all this stuff to help me. And then ultimately, like the only reason they did those things for you is because they wanted to see you go well. And if you go don't go well, they don't go, fuck, man, I helped that guy train and he went shit. Or I mm. I can, you know, I I got his bikes ready for him in training, or I, you know, and now he's gone, shit, what a dick. They've gone, oh, they're they're actually invested in you and they're mm, feeling a bit yeah. of pain for you. So they're going, yeah. man, he put so much into that Olympics and fuck he's come down with this thing oh my god he must be gutted they gutted for you you know yeah and only people that are actually like okay mm, we need it a bit better than that are the are the blokes that are paying your wage looking for you looking for your uci points or whatever mm. but they still feel for you they still go oh damn it i really wanted them to go well you know one for the points and, and then maybe there's a point where they go okay we are gonna have to reassess salaries or leadership roles or something there will be some trickle on consequences but in that moment they're not like mm. no one's angry well, a, like the the people that like your family and your friends and the people that are close to you and the people that love you and the people that want you to do well like their love is not conditional on on your performance they of course nah. like you say they they want you to be the best that you can be and have the the best race that you possibly can have because they know how it's going to make you feel and that makes them feel good and then mm. if you if it goes pear shaped and they they got it for you, they they exactly like you said, they're invested in you. A team is like a team is like a. Ultimately, they do the man, management of teams really do care about you, and they do want you to go well. And they, 
but their their support crosses a little bit into a conditional support. Well, that, yeah, they're running a business, like, aren't you know, they? Yeah, they're running a business. It's mu- and they do, they really do care for you and they look after you and they spend mu- money and resources and all these things and a duty of care on making sure you're healthy. If you aren't healthy, they make they make you rest. They do all these things and they and because they do care. And if your performance goes badly, the first thing they feel is pain. Like, fuck, we gutted. We wanted you to go well. Are you all right, mate? And then, yeah, at a certain point, you have to go, well, fuck, we pay you too much money, mate. <laughs> well, that's that's what I was that's what I was going to say. Is then you've got the pressure of the business of cycling. So they see, okay, we're all gutted. But then they go, how do we get maximum value for the rest of this year? And when you look at a team, like mm. just devil's advocate, eighty percent of their return comes from the Tour de France. Yatesy, if he helped, mm. if he hit out in the first fifteen days of the tour, he probably could win a stage in that last week or whatever. You know. If he if he yeah, wrote he like could that. win the Tour de France overall if he wanted to. I mean, he's for me, he's one of the he I still think he's one of the best in our generation of what look at his time trial now, look at him uphill. Mm. Pretty much no one mm. beats him uphill normally, no one beats him in time trials anymore. Yeah, he is, and that's the thing with yeah, he could win the Tour de France. Like, <clears throat> the 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 jury hasn't gone well, but like we you know, when we to take it back a bit about investment from teams and all that stuff, like uh, he is he is fast superseding his investment because he like he has gone bad in the Giro, but he's had a hell of a year already, you know. And he won it. Don't like, forget, he won the he won a stage in the Giro already. We're talking about how shit the Giro he won was. It. He won a exactly. stage. Exactly. Mm. Yeah. And he, he's won a stage in Paris Nice and finished second overall. He's won two stages in Asturias. Like he he's having a hell of a year. And I think like when you think talk about the Tour de France, I, I I'd say there's a good chance that he will be at the Tour de France, regardless of whether he finishes the Giro or not. Um I thought but they like weren't doing had... it. I thought they were going to put him in the Vuelta. Well, well, here's I don't know. I don't know. I'm, this is what I'm making up. Here's I don't the, know. Here's the but... situation that's quite particular to Mitchelton. No, it's Bike which... Exchange Jaco, mate. Uh, Bike Exchange Jaco, which I have actually no idea, and I might be completely wrong about this. But there's this relegation question that's going around in terms of, I don't know if they're really in the danger, if, if it's really in the I think, danger. I think zone. they I are. They're, of... they're, they're amongst the five or six. Like I think they're on the top end of it, though, right? Like it shouldn't yeah. be a real threat. Yeah, but if, no, we're at the bottom example, end of it. You're at, because we're at the we're at the bottom end of it, Jonesy. We're one ooh. a week ago. We were one above the relegation line. Ooh. So we're we're that's probably ooh. changed now because we've won he, a stage at the gym. I think I think you need to tell him take that week at the beach, mate. I we need to week at the beach. We need to week at the beach. After all that back and forth, Yatesy. <laughs> Oh, in that case. Pack your towel. Pack your towel. Week of the beach, mate. 20, 20 mate, he's euro. Like, Tossa de Mar. Buffet. He's, no. I tell you what, he's not, he's not getting the UCI points on the beach. The, 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 the thing is that you, if you want to talk about relegation, like we're, you we're, ride we're, for we're that prob- team, you get some points. Yeah. <laughs> Stop riding. What are you doing front. about it? Ride out. Get in the we're lead out. Do something. Get some points. Come on. No, what I'm trying to say is that, like, the, to, Place to maximize points, and this this is why this relegation pr- promotion relegation system or point system is flawed, mm. because the place where to, you're going to get the points is at one day races, you know. So actually, yeah. if you if if you were we, we are we are about one above the relegation line, but the points difference is quite substantial. So we are in a sense quite pretty safe. Plus, we've had since the last time I saw the the relegation numbers. We'd won a, we've won a stage at Giro, we've won a stage at Tour of Hungary, so we've probably moved up again, and we've got you know quite a quite a spread on 
800 point lead or something on Israel, who are the team first below the relegation line. But if you want to get out of the relegation zone or you want to remove yourself, put yourself right into the safety zone, and this is why the point system is fucked, you actually need to send your best riders to one-day races. For Israel or or Lotto Sudal, you say, okay, Caleb uh, from Lotto, Woodsy from from Israel, neither of you are going to the Tour de France. No, nah, you're doing Pukul you to Moyen. You're going to fucking France and you're doing six one-day races, Caleb, and they're all sprints. Yeah. And if you win all of them, you're going to get 600 points or more. Yeah. You're going to, you know? How about Whereas this, if, you go to, if you go to Tour de France and win six stages, you're going to get 300 points. So yeah. that's why the point system is like You're better off going to one-day races than going to one stage of the Tour de France. I think we touched on this earlier, like a couple of months ago, but the day that Jumbo Visma went one, two, three in Paris Nice, UAE also went one, two, three in Liguilia, or like a really small race in Italy, in Italy, you know, like not many world tour teams. And we absolutely eclipsed them for points on that day. So one, two, three in the hardest, one of the hardest stage races of the year, or one, two, three on a small one day race in, in Italy. And we absolutely eclipsed them on that point. So there needs to be like world tour points and then. Europe tour mm. points or whatever, you know, as opposed to just Same happened to us. Then you just... Yeah. The, the day that Michael Matthews won and won a stage in Tour of Catalonia, a world tour stage race, Bling won the stage of Catalonia. The same day, Dion Smith finished second in like a really, in like a 2.1 or 1.1 um, one day race in Italy with only two world tour teams there, us and you guys. And Hershey won, Dion was second, and then it was all, the rest was pro Conti teams like a the, the lowest level race that a world tour team can do he got almost double the amount of points that bling got for winning the stage in Catalonia. no so you actually do you know what the trickle on from that is which is really dangerous is you get these teams like actually we've had it we've had to cancel a few races and stuff because we you have so many guys going to every if you're really in the pursuit of points you end up going like right we're going to go to france this weekend we're going to go here 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 and you get all these guys doing these crazy small shit races and they're just on the limit because you've only got a roster of 30. So you're just pushing on, pushing, pushing, pushing race days, race days. And, and sending them to traveling, like the mechanics, the trucks. And, I mean, you risk like you're absolutely on your knees by the Tour de France. Mm. If you were truly in pursuit just of points, you could potentially yeah. completely like ride a health, ride a, you know, you could leave like all this crazy stuff. You think September and October is shaping up to be the two biggest months in the history of cycling for yeah. desperation because you've got because that so and many then you've races. got but then you've got the riders that don't have a contract. I remember going to yeah. UAE that year, Bills, and there was a rider in the bunch. They're going, "Somebody get him some water! He's about to pass out." And they go, "Why are you he sit up?" And he goes, "He doesn't have a contract." <laughs> <laughs> He's just giving it to it. Didn't have a contract and just riding himself to near exhausted. Oh, right. So mix you mix that with teams yeah. that need points. He doesn't have a contract. He doesn't have a contract. It's like let him go. Oh shit! <laughs> Everyone puts the brakes on. Of, eh? Speaking of contracts, like it's with this. If you tie this points this point system into the into contract negotiations, like oh. um. The teams that are in the relegation zone or the teams that are very close to relegation zones have a very difficult position to negotiate to buy riders. Because if you're like, oh, I want such and such to come, um, they go, yeah, but fuck, you're in the relegation zone. That means if I sign yeah. with you, if I commit mm. to you, I'm not going to win the World Tour next year, potentially. Mm. So then mm. they go, and then you, or then do you go, um, okay, I want to clause my contract that if you're not in the World Tour, uh, I can. 
I can yeah, sign but you don't find else. out to October. So what do you do? But you don't find out to October exactly. So then what do you do? Do you draw a line in the sand somewhere and say financial or compensation do, or, or another two hundred fifty grand if you're not? Yeah, or you do you draw a line in the sand somewhere and say, okay, if by the first of September you're not um, world tour, I can leave, or you know, so like, but these teams, it's like um, English Premier League football, like. Arsenal, who's sit, sitting fourth at the moment in the English Premier League, really on the edge. Are they going to be? Are they going to make the Champions League next year? Are they not? They want to sign some players, but the players are like, "Yeah, but fuck, we don't want to join you unless you're going to be in Europe." So if we mm. sign with you now, and then you finish fifth in the Premier League and you're not in Europe, then we've fucking shot ourselves in the foot. So they wait, so they wait, 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 and in the mm. meantime, Man City and all the other teams are fucking signing all the best players in the world because they're guaranteed mm. to be in the English Premier yeah, League. Yeah, it's a cycle. It's right? like Pitch it's a cycle. cycle. So like, if you're a team on the relegation line or a team below the relegation line, to, to negotiate to buy riders is fucking difficult. Would you be open to, like, being traded? You know how, like, in NBA, like, you wake up one day and they go, oh, you're going to Oklahoma. And you don't have a say. You're just going there. Your family, your kids, you're going to Oklahoma. Again, okay, cycling, you wouldn't have to move house. But, <coughs> excuse me, you, uh, you imagine just being like, oh, there's a transfer window of a week in July. And sorry, mate, you're going to go right for France this year. And the next race, you mm. roll up and everyone's speaking French. Yeah. I, I, I was talking about this, the, the transfer system, the, the transfer idea of transfer system window for someone recently. And like, there's parts of it I kind of like, but there's the. But <laughs> what, the... <laughs> what is there to like about waking up and having, having <laughs> coca van for breakfast, you know? Like, I think, like, I think what it does is. Parlez vous like, anglais? It, uh, it could potentially like even up the it could it could make the points race a little bit more even in some ways because like if you're a team of a of a lesser standard and you re, you're relying on like a couple of guys to get the bulk of your points and they go out and break a collarbone or they or they or they're out for a long time and you lose your majority of your points earners or you have a or you have a year like this year where you go you go and get six riders at a crook and like Israel for example again they couldn't. They had to pull out of the Tour of Flanders this year because they couldn't field yeah. a team, you know. So, but if they had a, if there was this transfer window where maybe you could borrow riders to do to to bring in a points earner or to start a, th- I don't know. It's all fucking bullshit. But like, there's parts of it that like I reckon if you really dialed in the mechanics of it, maybe you could make it work. But ultimately, in cycling, I think that to make a successful cycling team is about building a group, which is what Jumbo mm. Visma have done really well of signing guys on like long-term contracts. Everyone signs three years for starters. Boom. You know, and you guys are starting to do it now. That's what guys, you need we to We five-year contracts for guys. Yeah. Five-year contracts in your team. Like, because then that brings a group of guys together that gives you time to mold them into a group of, you know, a good culture, push them, build mm. them to forward together. I think that's what makes successful teams. That's what's happened to Jumbo, I reckon. Mm. And, it's clearly a transfer window wouldn't do that because you just be like, I don't even know. You go there and the fucking nutrition program's completely different, or the you well, know, one you guy you've been headbutting against the railing, you know, the week before, just yeah, coming into yeah. the final, you know, and the next minute he's leading you out and he's sort of, oh no, and you got to come in. Oh, you, we need you, for, we need you for Dolph now, but you got to come in a week early because we need you to sit up your new bike because you're going from a fucking Bianchi to a specialized like, yeah. you know. Yeah. It's not like a basketball. They're all they're all bloody orange, no matter what team you're in. You know. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> anyway, do we have oh. to talk about ball trimmers' bills? Oh yeah. Well, actually, the back by popular demand. So yeah. a few people reached out that they said, "What's going on with Manscaped? We want to get ourselves a clipper. We want to get ourselves a lawnmower 4.0." Ooh, yeah. Um, 
we want to get some ball deodorant. We want to get all the good stuff, but we'd stop Just talking about it. No you need that stuff. You need that stuff for yeah. summer, eh? Mm. Exactly. And we'd stop talking about it. We'd stop promoting it. And people thought, what's going on there? Well, you I guys thought they dumped us. No, the, the code is back. SDP20 for 20% off free shipping at over at manscaped.com. Use that code, SDP20, and you can get your lawnmower 4.0. You can get your ball deodorant. You can get everything you want from Manscaped. All the things you've been asking us for, you can get it. Had a few messages from a few females as well, wanting to buy presents for their for their partners. Birthday's coming up. Get on there, SDP20. Manscaped. You know that still in, ca- still in still that bum hole trimmer? Yeah, they're still hot. You got the yeah, bum hole trimmer? That's mm. oh, a, no, a nose trimmer. The nose trimmer. The nose trimmer. Well, you just got to get the you got to get the order of operations correct. Right. You do your nose yeah, in the yeah. bum hole, not the bum hole in the nose. <laughs> yeah. And I was thinking, you know, in like St. Geordie Day in Catalonia, you know how it's like a tradition. The woman, you buy a girl a rose, and a girl buys you a book. Mm. That's mm. the whole thing on on St. Geordie Day. Could we introduce some kind of day around this where you? get you know woman by the man a ball trimmer or a bumhole trimmer or a nose trimmer whatever you, you know on some kind of annual st sdp day and some kind of we, we integrate sponsors products and you buy them an irobot vacuum i mean i'm sure that'll go down well you know what i mean <laughs> yeah just cause this yeah. big punch up the annual punch up day the annual like passive present day just like yeah. you know how like when you like when you were young it was kind of like offensive of like oh should i buy somebody deodorant am i saying that they smell mm. you know there was always that thing so just a passive aggressive present grade day. six party i gave the guy a brute pack because he, he stunk oh and how did he take it he loved it he was oh. rolling brute in grade six like the whole way through might even held hands with the girl brute. at the uh the playground definitely spice mm. <laughs> yeah. links africa that's it <laughs> Um, oh, that's great. Uh, what else? Anything else going on? No, nah, I'm going to go for a bike ride at some point. You got to go to morning. Go to had a blood test this morning, and you guys ever get like uh, a nervous blood? Oh, Jonesy, you probably. Oh, you might in normal life, but like girls, you probably have a lot. Like a nervous blood tester, you know, where like you go there and they're sort of like they're coming at you with the needle to you know, mm. and they're, they're shaking, and you go and hold on a minute. I don't like the look of this guy. He's coming at you with. Maybe he I mean, watched the podcast and he knew that you could go psycho at any moment, and you probably ragged on the testers in the past. Remember that we told. Well, I had story one once. Well, mm. I had it with, and and I remember in Po, in Tour de France, I came in and this guy was shaken, and he went through, you know, drug tester early in the morning, and he went through my arm, and hit the nerve, and my whole hand just went numb, and I just had like paralyzed hand for the day. <laughs> <laughs> the stranger. <laughs> yeah, had a good had a good rest day that day. Yeah. Um, so yeah, so we're we're ten days into the Giro. Let's wrap it up. We're ten days into the Giro so far. Been there's been some winners and there's been some losers. As always in the Giro, there's always someone you don't expect that uh, comes out and rips it. They don't always win the Giro, but they're always up there. Jai, I'd say this year. Mm. Um, mm-hmm. He's you know, he, he was obviously second in the Giro a couple of years ago, but he, even to his own admission, he's um, been a bit off the pace the last tw- 12 months. Well, he had a tough year last year. He had all sorts of yeah, issues. Yeah. yeah. But he's clearly back to the level he wanted to be at. Second, on, uh, we won blockouts yesterday. So 
I'd say he's a he's a good outsider for the podium now, or keeping oh, big, it to an insider for the podium. Our mate is looking good, but we're ten days in. We're at the first rest day, or the second rest day, traditionally the first rest day. What? Who are you picking now? Obviously, Yates is out, um, so I'll have to reevaluate my choice for the victory. But Carapaz, Carapaz. I just think Ineos are just, mate. They're crafty. They've got their Do own you know bloody custom beds, mate. That makes a difference. Get good I want to go Jai, but I tell you who looks real good as Bardet. Mm. Mm. He looks real good, and so does Lander. Yeah. Oh, yeah. See, Lander dropped it yesterday. No one knew. He actually yeah. crashed himself. Lander looks photo fucking sharp. Yeah, but Lander like, loves it. Oh, that's why I love watching yeah. Lander race, because he loves the drama, you know? Like, he'll lose, like, three minutes yeah. one day, but then he'll take, like, four minutes back. <laughs> I... I'll, well, there's our three then. The, I'll arguably yeah. the, the strongest three on the climb yesterday. We've got Carapats, we've got Bardet, and we've got... Um, Lander. Lander. So, let's see. I, I agree. I think Lander's looking bloody sharp, but, you know, his track record at Grand Tours is often not that good. Generally, he gets caught up yeah. behind... Neil Stevens isn't on the ground Marshall. at the race, but whenever that team gets a sniff, Neil wouldn't be able to sit back and just watch. He'd be like texting or oh, he'd be there in spirit. He might even roll up for the last week, I reckon. He'll be yeah. there. Let's right, get we'll the last we'll over him the line. We'll get Sheriff on right, boys. No, I was going to say about the people have been asking for merch updates. We haven't got an official merch update at the moment, but all we can tell you is that it's in the workings it's in the process the logo has been sent to the people to the designers it's been seen mock-ups and it's mock-ups have been created so we're getting close so it'll be very 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 soon man and those four emails i had i'm sure one of them must have said something like it's on its way but yeah it's getting very close and we're, good news is it will be a worldwide store there will be worldwide shipping so you'll be able to buy it from anywhere in the world so we'll, we'll keep you updated it's not far away though like, share, subscribe.